Welcome back, gang, to another episode of Southern Scrap Nation's podcast. Today is another episode of Unapologetic Idiocy, featuring your host, as always, me, Daniel Jonas, here, day four, three, quarantine. Um, today is March 20, or March 19th, 2020, here in Charlotte, North Carolina, rainy, relatively warm day to day, definitely the ends of spring and turning into summer. So, today's a new day, another day in uh, subtle quarantine. Uh, hope everyone's snacks are holding up. Mine are relatively doing well. Uh, take advantage of DoorDash and all the other delivery places, because I'm sure they're doing free delivery. I know I get an email from a lot of places. Um, Speaking of, I went to, oh, before we get started, remember, you can check out the podcast, sunscrapnation.com, um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, as well as our social media sites, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can go to the website, sunscrapnation.com. I am doing pad work right now, free, doesn't matter, uh, no price on it right now, I just want to go outside and actually, like, do stuff, um, as well as, like, just hang out and shoot the shit, work, work up a sweat, work out, get out of the house. So DM me, uh, email me, whatever it may be, uh, I'm available. So that being said, let's get into it. Today, another day. As far as MMA news goes, we can put that on the sidebar, but since it is an MMA podcast, I'll look at it. Um, Ashley Evans-Smith says she deserves that money, I agree. I think they should pay everyone that was in that camp just like they were going to. Maybe they don't get the win, but they just pay the money because there was money allocated to it anyways, so pay them, especially all those that showed up. Uh, Colby Covington apologizes to Dustin Poirier. Colby Covington also went at Jorge Masvidal, which is what he's going to do. Uh, New York Commission nixes Barclays Center in Brooklyn, which is fine because they're going to keep on with the UFC 249. Khabib says Dana's going to send him a location, and they're going to put 100 healthy people, and it's going to happen. Javier Mendez on the AKA Instagram as well posted that Khabib is the only person in the gym, and the gym's closed 22 times a day, or 22 hours a day besides those two hours that Khabib's in there working, which if if Khabib's getting ready for um, Tony. He should be definitely in there longer than 22 hours. He should be in there longer than two hours. Oh, da, da, da. All right, so Javier Mendez. Uh, he doesn't really say anything crazy. He's just talking about being ready um, foreseeable future, New York Knicks' apology. Uh, target. Oh, yeah, Conor McGregor could face Justin Gaethje in July if things all work out. That would be sick. The beauty about MMA is that it doesn't have to take place in the United States. So as far as United States government's concerned, um, they can move it to Italy or somewhere that's already recovered, allowing fighters to continue on fighting. So for right now... So for right now, 
everyone's kind of just training pro fighters. I know certain camps are keeping it open for the pro fighters because it is their job. Um, that being said, some places right now can't even fight. So, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Poirier's continued training. I mean, he's in Florida, too. Or, no, he's in Louisiana. I wonder if they have any, any cases in Louisiana. Corona cases, Louisiana. Um, not... Uh, confirmed case... They're not too bad. I think eight. Eight. So they're not so bad. Oh, cases reported. Never mind. Um, 20, 280 and seven deaths. That sucks. I feel bad for all those people this year that, uh, I mean, they're all older. They were expecting to go out, I'm sure. At some point in the near future. Um, but because they're all older people, they're all elderly. But today, or this year, it's kind of weird that... Could you imagine going out to this? It could have been the flu and no one would have cared. But now your death's, like, meaningful because of this whole worldwide quarantine on it. So it actually means something. But, you know, last year you could have died from the flu and no one would have gave a shit. Um, coronavirus... Oh, misleading title. I like Reddit. If you guys have anything this time is to get on Reddit at this point. Ooh, that's gross. There's a there's a picture in Italy um of coffin trucks working due to coronavirus. The cemeteries are full. So I want everyone to feel a little bit better about what's going on in the world because of coronavirus, especially in the United States. Italy is a case on its own because the, their population density is big for the area that they're in. I forget the word for it. There's like a surface to population density. So, yeah, for them, their cemeteries are full. For us, we've got the whole middle of the country in case anything happens. we got a bunch of land that we don't ever use, that we don't ever step foot on. So if, an, if, so if a town does go, which it shouldn't be that big of a deal, right? If the outbreak is in a very, very, if it's in a town, um, especially one of these that's like outside of New York or San Francisco, for example, it's not going to turn it, it's not going to turn it into a zombie apocalypse. It'll turn it into as a location where people that have had it will now develop an immune system for it. And the people that do get it that don't make it obviously pass away, and that's sad. And the the city itself is going to suffer from, you know, the numbers of that in reference to people dying, having to do services and all that, and the hospitals getting full. That in itself is awful. But once that's all passed, the city itself will be okay, hopefully. Next week, we don't know, because right now is... Right now is everyone's just chilling. 
they're enjoying their quarantine. People have picked up running for some reason. That's going to last all about this weekend. Um, and I want to see how crazy people get within next week, following week. So, so yeah, I mean, people are people are tweeting about it now. Some of you lack the disassociative skills needed to emotionally survive the apocalypse, and it shows. It goes back to what I was talking about yesterday. There's going to be people out there that are not going to be able to survive this, and it's eerie that we as a society haven't been able to deal with the fact of not being able to hang out with somebody. There's a lot of... and But at the same time, we... And I guess that's where the envy of... Uh, Intro, uh, being an introvert comes from a lot of people like to act like they're introverts but in a situation like this they are suffering I want to be that positive person I do I want to be that person that looks on the outside and goes these are the things that you should be grateful for and there are there are definitely a lot of things that you should be grateful for that we're in a country that as much as a quarantine's happening we can still eat like kings and live well and live comfortably there are some countries that don't even get that and there's some countries that don't even get that when there isn't a coronavirus we get a designated two-week sick leave forcing everyone not to work now going back to yes it will affect a lot of people and a lot of people will suffer bankruptcy and i feel awful for them because they cannot make a paycheck and they're going to be forced to take a handout from the government, people that normally wouldn't take a handout from the government, and force them into essentially now owing them even more. And after that, I think there's going to be a... I was talking to my mom about it today. Now, she's a little bit more on the right side. I will say that. She's a little bit more conservative. She's a baby boomer. Uh, so she's a little bit more on the right side of things, and she thinks that, in turn, this will end in a depression because of how the economy is going to be affected by all of the all of the lack of work and things being shut down, and she was saying that some hotels will probably never reopen. Now, in my mind, yes, this sounds like, oh, my God, what a bad thing. But a lot of these companies during this time that have been able to uh, that have been able to stay open just because the economy has been great, and maybe they were some apartments that or some hotels that weren't that weren't meant to stay open, but they were able to because maybe one or two people came in because they had the extra they had the extra financial backing to do so, or not backing, but they had the financial pillow or uh, cushion to do so. Go into the, one of these bougie hotels that are just bougie to be bougie. Or in Charlotte's case, a lot of these restaurants that just appeared out of nowhere, and I think this is a better example because it's something that I can actually relate and develop a backstory for to explain to you all why as much as it seems like this depression, this forthcoming storm of depression that we see in their horizon, the stark market crashing, um, things not going to be able to recover once they come back. There is a bright side to it, as much as there is the darkness to it. 
Now, this is a bright side if you want to if you want to look at it this way or not. I think it is. Now, there's always going to be a dark side to everything. Life is a double-edged sword. You get to the the double-edged sword of life is you get to live on this amazing planet and develop experiences that n- no other species on this planet are able to do so. You're able to sit in the revelation that you are a human being and you can self-actualize and self-realize and you're a species that contemplates death that looks at the deeper meanings and things even though it can be scary sometimes as a human you know as the only species that you are going to die and that in itself is something to be grateful for that you're on this planet now the double-edged sword to it is you're on this planet and you're not an immortal being and even though we have the even though we have the ability to conceptualize these immortal creatures that you see in like a comic book or whatever, and it gives you something to be like, oh, I wish I could be like that, so I didn't have to, I could be immune to everything, I could be immortal, I could be whatever. Unattainable goals, right? So you got to look at the bright side, and the bright side is you have the capability of creating ideas such as those as a human. Um, Buddhism, at least in Chinese Buddhism, I know there are with the study that they do with reincarnation, the beauty of reincarnation is this. You can come back in their mind as an animal or even a god, right? A a demigod or whatever. Like you can come back as a being, come back as a plant, or you can come back as a human. So you can be less or more than human, but the bonus of being a human is it's the only species or the only thing in the universe that can reach enlightenment. Everything else cannot. Because they're either two more or two less. So as much as this is a fleeting, finite life that we have on this planet, being able to live to 100 years, maybe more now that um, science is helping and biologically, but eventually our conscious will be da- well, to be downloaded. But either way, biologically we're able to live 100 years. And for the past however many years we've been on this planet um, as a species, or something like that, right? Biologically, not that long, but... More than most, and, you know, not as much as, what are those sharks, the ones that live like a 500, 500 years. Either way. So, that's the double-edged sword. Now, the reason why I bring this around is because with these businesses, a lot of people, yes, they're going to lose their jobs, and it's sad. But with the come with the end of the black plague there was a renaissance and hopefully with this there's going to be a res- renaissance where these people are going to be able to tap into their potential that they didn't realize they had because they were stuck at these 9 to 5 jobs and maybe they find a, a lane for themselves so that if their job never comes to come never comes back from this depression cuz maybe you're in a restaurant for example the ones that here in Charlotte and these are experiences that I'm talking about there's a lot of new restaurants in Charlotte. I'm going to tell you 90% of them suck. Because there's no... There's, and these are why... And this is why certain cities like New York, LA, big cities that have competition constantly, especially New York that's on an island, and there's you know however many people on that one island, so the, like, the competition is so intense that things have to be good. Charlotte, not so much. It's up and coming. You cannot put salt on things and... People have no taste bud for it, so they're fine. With this, 
with this whole time during quarantine, a lot of those restaurants that were teetering on that, oh, we got enough customers for the day, they're not going to reopen. Hotels that are like, uh, we make it by by the skin of our teeth, not going to reopen. But that's okay, folks. They weren't supposed to be open. We let our expectations get low. We let our, we let our expectations for humans get too low and for each other to get too low. I always struggled, and this comes from the abundance. This comes from the time of being able to work, to go out, to go do stuff, to uh, have whatever, to do whatever event in a time where economic boom, there's always going to be, it always goes up, 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 and then it comes down, right? There's a, it's meant, there's a time where maybe it's meant to be where we lose a lot. But we still have a lot, folks. We still have way more. There's a lot of people that are arguing, yes, there's going to be, like, I'm not going to be able to support myself, and oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It goes back to the first podcast I did about this, man. People have to Black Plague 8 bark. But yet I can go to a grocery store and people won't even grab the Sani water. People won't grab crunchy peanut butter. And there are, yes, I know there are supermarkets that are like, the shelves are gone. But most places are not like that. And if it is like that, fucking pick up and move. You know what? You know what's not in the market right now? Apartments. You know it's probably really low on low on uh, money. Apartments. Oh, but I want to live in San Francisco. Why? It's quarantine up to your nose. And if it comes back, what to be certain it's going to be the same? So why not make something better in the land that we have? There's a lot of celebrities that moved over to their houses in Montana. There's a lot of people that moved over to their houses that they have in the middle of the country that no one's near. Not because of isolation, not because they're, they're worried about a zombie apocalypse. It's because you've, you've ransacked the cities that you live in and you've made it an unimaginably unbearable to live in. I don't want to live in a place where people are going to the grocery store and taking from others because they don't want to be the one left out when there's enough to go around. They're leaving because you people make them sick. I'd, I'd be sick too. They just have the financial means to go and leave. Things are going to be bad, but in comparison... Nothing that us as a society, as a human race that's evolved so far since the first renaissance, since the first black plague. If they can get by by eating bark, we can get by by eating some food that we don't want to eat. A brand that isn't good enough for us. We can get by by just helping each other out and not being a fucking dick. Most of you out there are assholes and you continue to be. You blame Asian people. You fucking take from everybody else. And then you like to sit on up a moral high horse and explain that, like, we're, and then you go and complain online. 
that there isn't anything at the grocery store because you couldn't get five rolls of toilet, five packages of toilet paper. I went there to buy all this toilet paper, but then there was no more toilet paper. We should stop taking toilet paper from everybody. What the fuck were you doing there for? You outed yourself in your own sentence. You gotta, you gotta help each other. We have enough. Don't go in there and just try to buy out a whole store. It's a quarantine. Lose some weight. Y'all could do it. Y'all need it. Get what's left. And for me, I've gone to the grocery store twice, three times since this. And it's more just been to, like, grab uh, frozen stuff. Like, I don't, I don't really care. For me, I, whatever. Like, uh, I'll do prison workouts. I'll eat bread and cheese. I don't care. I eat bread and cheese. I'll do prison workouts. Like I said, I, however, went and did the lucky thing and got that super green stuff and all of that other stuff to make sure that I'm taking all the right stuff, you know, supplement-wise. But see, there's a back door to everything. As a younger person, go ahead, get those supplements. I just, I think, as far as, the Asian thing, man, that Asian thing bothers the fuck out of me. Because I got a bunch of people out here, especially in North Carolina, that are ignorant as fuck. And I don't know which one of them is going to pop off, but any of them can pop off at, at the Asian community here. Or at an Asian person. For no reason. And to sit there and scowl at them. Fuck you, bro. You brought, as a white person, you brought SARS. And, not SARS, you brought fucking... No, wait. Yeah, you brought Spanish flu and shit to the, to the fucking Native Americans. You wiped out a whole race of people with your dirty fucking white hands. So don't go around here looking at Asian people like they don't, that they, like they've got some disease or something like that. Most of them are fucking American, you idiot. Uh, the borders are closed, so uh, 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 there's no Asians coming in. You're gonna sit here. And you're gonna you're gonna be all all bigoted and racist towards a group, and not even do your research on the sense that it's the flu, right? So if you got the flu, you technically have the virus already. So you're gonna sit here and then blame a group of people. Italians have it. Like it wasn't just American. It was Americans that went there that came back and got it, or it came back with it. Blame your own fucking people. The racism sickening, to be honest. It's, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Um, I mean, there's goodness in this as well. Uh, I, I mean, you look at what's happening in... Um, you look at what's happening in Italy, the, in Venice, the water's clear just like 
the water's clearer, just like um, just like in Avengers. There was dolphins in the canals. The water's, you know, blue as can be, blue as a sky. So I'm interesting to see. I'm interested to see what it does in the United States because we just started. We just started. Um. There's a bunch of good news that I actually have. I'll read. I'm actually going to read off some good news that I saw the other day. I reposted it because it's it's worth reading before I go back and rant. Uh, doctors in India have successfully in treating coronavirus have been successful in treating coronavirus combination of drugs um, used. Researchers of the that doesn't mean they have a vaccine, folks. Just to Double-edged sword. Remember, life is a double-edged sword, so double-edged sword of this. They've been able to cure it, but with a mix of different drugs. So that means they still have to find a vaccine, but at least they know what works to cure it. So now they have to make something completely from scratch, and that's going to take forever, especially to also ship it around the world. Researchers of the Aramus Medical Center claim to have found an antibody against coronavirus. So there you go. Once again, still have to make the vaccine. Um, a 103-old Chinese grandmother has made a full recovery from corona after being treated for six days in Wuhan, China. So there you go. Wuhan's being... Um, Wuhan people are recovering. Like I said, it's a flu. It's okay. Apple reopens all 20, 42 Chinese stores. Cleveland Clinic developed a corona test that gives results in hours, not days. Once again, can't get it to everybody. Good news from South Korea, where the number of new cases is declining. Good. Italy has hit hard. Experts say it's only because they have the oldest population in Europe. Exactly. Scientists in Israel likely to announce the development of a corona vaccine. But still has to get to everybody and still in development. Three Maryland coronavirus pa- patients fully recover, able to return to everyday life. A network of Canadian scientists are making excellent progress on corona research. Um, a San Diego biotech company is developing a corona vaccine in collaboration with Duke University and National University of Singapore. Tulsa County's first positive case has recovered. The individual has no two negative has had two negative tests, which is an indicator of recovery. All seven patients who were getting treated for at Savinjar Hospital in New Delhi have recovered. And finally, plasma from a newly recovered coronavirus can treat other infected by corona. So the plasma of the, the plasma of the others can help the ones um the ones currently infected, which okay. Uh for those trying to get a workout at home, I know a lot of people are trying to develop jujitsu things so you could still stick with them or Muay Thai things at home that you can still stick with them. And, man, I appreciate those things. I do. The problem is not everyone's got a mat. And, two, not everyone's got the room in their house to do shrimps up and down the floor. Guys, jiu-jitsu will be okay. The reason being is it's such a niche that even after this, we'll still try to find each other to create a gym. MMA gyms aren't going anywhere. UFC, like, 
MMA gyms, jiu-jitsu gyms, Muay Thai gyms, martial arts isn't going anywhere. It's one of the very first things ever created by humans, fighting. Um, and the development, the development of it and getting better at it is something inherent in all of us. No matter what, we'll find a place to do jiu-jitsu, to do Muay Thai. My Muay Thai coach says, if when all this is over, there's nothing standing, I'll see you in the park. I'm with him, man. If all else fails, I'll just start over again. We'll just start. I'll be one of the first entries back in the new North Carolina gyms. I'm not giving this up. People are going to want to learn how to defend themselves. They always will. It's a great, it's a great skill to have. Um, now, that being said, those gyms that didn't have a lot of members and struggled to begin with, those might not come back. You know, and maybe it is a time for a calling of like the gyms that don't, that don't need to be around, right? There's some gyms that we all know that you train with these people, you you compete against them or you've trained with them. And even the coach, you go, mm, maybe we should just take this place over. Um, you know, fight this place for pink slips. Fight for gym pink slips. Uh, as far as, other than that, Everything else is kind of closing. Tattoo shops. National student debt cancellation would boost GDP by up to $180 billion, $108 billion a year and would add up to 1.5 million jobs per year. You know what they could do? They could do that and then get rid of college. Just get rid of it. And what I mean by college, I don't mean, don't, I mean, like, liberal arts colleges. Get rid of that shit. Get rid of, uh, my business degree, um, I love my business degree and stuff. I love that I have a, a degree from, from a college. It's awesome. It's cool to have. Da -da 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 -da. But to be honest, to be honest. Um, I much have rather just gotten into the business itself and then had an apprenticeship, just like we used to. I think apprenticeships are mis are underused, and they could save a lot of people money, right? If you want to get into small business, you find what small business you want to get into, what you've always had a passion for, right? If you are, if you're into business, or if you're into the, if you're into wanting to be an entrepreneur, it's because or if you're an entrepreneur, it, no one's get, nothing's going to stop you from creating a business that's in your blood. It's in your heart. A school's just going to delay the inevitable. So get into a business. It doesn't matter which one. You find your way around different ones. You see which one works for you, and you learn how small business, um, maybe get into even a corporation, see how a corporation works. And then from there, you develop your own. Um, and you don't need those four years to learn how to do it. It was a waste. Those four years of college, it was fun. But as far as school, it was a waste. 
I've learned more just by being in the business than I have learning about how to be in the business. That being said, um, okay, but the reason why you still do need school, though, is for for sciences and you know engineering and certain things that require that require like hard like like knowledge, right? Things that like psychology should more be not an apprenticeship, but it should be it should be a class. It shouldn't be a four-year commitment thing or something. Psychology is not hard. People that don't and what I mean by not hard, I mean being a doctor in psychology obviously it takes it, it, getting to through the doctorate. Like the schooling is difficult. But if you're going to be a psychologist, like you kind of already know you're going to be a psychologist because you're good at that kind of thing. You're good at breaking people down. You always have had that skill in you to be able to break and look at someone and be able to assess somebody logically and not emotionally. There's some people that are built for that. There's some people that are built for other things. There's some people that are built to becoming a doctor, becoming a surgeon is a calling. I'm telling you. When I was when I was still on to visit family, but mostly for that two months, um, I was living in Brasilia with my brother, two to three months, for the summer, um, working and volunteering in certain hospitals. I would volunteer at a child hospital, or yeah, children's hospital every Sunday to work with like candy strip program to go in and like sing Hannah Montana to kids because they loved American stuff with the college, with the medical kids from the school, uh, from the Brazilian, Brazilian school in Brasilia. And then the rest of the week, I would go to the burn victims unit and hang out with the plastic surgeons there who would do pre bono, pre bono work for severe cases and, like, really poor people. The stuff I saw was awful, all right? The stuff that people had, awful. Um, a lot of, like, a lot of, looking back at it, a lot of, like, consulting things. I was with the, the head surgeon there. And then finally, I had one day where I got to go watch a surgery or multiple surgeries. I thought it was going to be one. Nope, multiple ones. I first surgery I watched, they did, they took the scalp out, and it was a girl whose hand was burned and webbed to her fingers. So they had to cut it so she'd have the mobility in her thumb and uh, be able to be like a human, right? If you have your thumb fused, you're not human anymore. Like barely, not barely human, but like. It's the one. Th- it's one of the things that makes us human, right? So, she had that removed, and before the scalpel even touched the skin, I was like, "I'm going to pass the fuck out." Now, the nurses that were there watching with me, they were nice. They took me to the other room, had some hot milk, um, gave me some bread. Walked back in, saw the rest of the surgeries. Cool, cool experience. Now, now that I've explained all that, the reason why I say that is after that whole experience, two months there. Doing this from day in, day out, I knew this wasn't for me. But what was for me was what I got to do after that. I got to go to jiu-jitsu in, ju- in Brazil, the place it was created. Go to this little basement in the middle of, like, the city somewhere. Bars on the windows, windows open, small, right? Uh, smaller than my apartment. You see the gyms you have now. They're big. They're fucking all the space in the world. I go and do jujitsu. 
and I fall in love. I fly back home. I didn't, the first thing when I got home, I wasn't, hey, mom, I can't wait to do this medical thing. It's going to be so awesome. Like, I can't wait. I'm going to get, I'm going to hunker down. I'm really going to learn my sciences, and it's going to be awesome. Nope. First thing I said to my mom was, let's find a jiu-jitsu gym, um, and I want to do it. Uh, on the way home from the airport, I stopped at the local jiu-jitsu gym by my house, talked to the coach. I was like, I just got off the plane from Brazil. I want to come in and train. He's like, okay, cool. Come in tonight. And uh, since then, 10 years, 10 years now, uh, I've been doing it. And to me, that's what I mean. That passion that I had for martial arts all my life has continued. And people are going to need to... People are going to need to learn, find that. And hopefully a lot of people do, and it gives them the incentive to come back after this whole thing and put it to use somewhere. Let's say you're working in a corporate building, and let's say that your branch is getting shut down. But you go, but then you go, you know what? I think I'm actually interested in auto mechanic. Everyone's still got cars. Cars ain't going nowhere. Um, and you just give that up. You forget that job and you go to where you want to go. You think mechanics are not going to have their hands full with fucking car repairs and stuff? People are going to get into trade work. People are going to be quarantined for days or for weeks. People are going to use their stuff all the time. You don't think there's going to be an issue with electronic or electrical, plumbing, whatever. The people that adapt are the ones that will succeed. It's a world that you just have to adapt to. Everything's the same. Quality's better. Life's better. The ecosystem's kind of worked in our favor, right? Even after a week, things got a little bit better. Um, pollution went down. Now, was this a... I mean, let me end on this today. It's not a conspiracy, but... From what we've seen across the world, the two biggest things to come out after China and Italy was how the pollution was decreased, how pollution went down, how pollution's effect on the world actually kind of reverted a little bit. It's what we kind of need right now. Things stopped working. There was, no, there was no traffic yesterday in Charlotte. And, you know, Charlotte's not a big traffic place. I mean, it's got a lot of traffic, but it's not like Atlanta. Um, even just that, if we can just do that for a week, for two weeks even, if that's what we're ordered to do, if that's what we need to do, I think our Earth's going to thank us. Just a little bit, though. And instead of having an Earth Day, you might have, like, an Earth Month. Because I'm telling you, the global effect of not having all these factories working and everything shutting down for a little bit being in being in a combat sport like all you want to do is train you get an injury you go oh, i'm gonna take a day off and some people don't even i typically don't even i just like it doesn't feel good right now i'll rub some cbd cream on it and then you train again but your body never gets the chance to rest and bl pump blood to the area that's injured and heal it 
So you end up just injuring yourself over and over and over and it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse. It's one crack that turns into many cracks that turns into a break or into a tear or whatever. It's the same thing with this, right? The pollution. It's getting bad, it's getting bad, and it's getting bad. Eventually, it's going to fucking... But if we can take at least like two weeks to heal maybe some of the cracks, get some spackle in there. It's not going to heal all of it. It's not going to, you know... But we can at least... We can at least stop the spread for a little bit, keep everything shattering, spackle it over, keep it nice and strong, and then from there, we can make some adjustments. But other people, we're, we're going to have to adapt, guys. Adapt to overcome. It's going to be what's big. All right. So that's all I got for you guys today. Um, as far as this is just another rant, a Rona rant, if you will. That's going to be the name of this one. Rona rant number seven. All right. Other than that, I'll be back tomorrow, obviously, for another update on what's going on. Um, I'll, have a, I'll have my friend call in sometimes, this, or I'll have Fitz call in sometime this week and give me an update from Asheville. So until then, folks, stay safe out there. And until next time. I'll see you then. Oh, uh, also, uh, before I shut off, uh, subscribenation.com. Check it out for everything. Uh, DM me if you want to do pad work. Um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, or Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Check it all out, subscribenation.com. Till then, thanks, guys. Bye.